<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey guys, I hope you're all super excited for a new episode of Happy Hour this week. This one's me and Natalie, my big. I am so excited right now, you guys. Guys, I'm so excited but also really nervous. This is my first podcast. I know, like, why are we nervous? It's going to be so good. This episode is going to be so good. I can feel it. But before we get into it, I wanted to introduce a sponsor of today's show. This show is brought to you again by Cash App, the number one finance app in the App Store. If you remember from my previous episodes, Cash App has a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. Whether you owe a friend for a bet you lost or just want to settle a group dinner that one person paid for, Cash App is the app to use. That's when I'll typically use it too. I just find it the most convenient when I'm, you know, paying one person back for a group dinner. And Cash App also comes with a cash card. It's like a free debit card that comes with boosts, which are like instant rewards for shopping at places you already love. You can get big discounts off of your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and way more. It's literally like having a credit card and having credit card perks, but just packed into a free debit card, which sounds pretty good to me. I'm also excited to be working with Cash App to be supporting one of my favorite organizations, if you guys remember, the Jimmy Fund. And when you sign up for the Cash App, when you sign up for Cash App and use my promo code Happy Hour, all caps, just one word, not only will you instantly receive $10, but Cash App will also donate $10 to the Jimmy Fund, which is a charity that raises money for adult and pediatric cancer care and research to improve the chances of survival for patients around the world. So I hope you'll consider downloading Cash App and using my promo code since we can fundraise so much money for the Jimmy Fund together. You'll get $10 to you and $10 towards defeating cancer, which sounds like a pretty awesome deal to me. Again, you can use the promo code Happy Hour when you download Cash App from the App Store today. Okay, now getting into the episode, you guys. This is so crazy. This is so fun that I have Natalie here with me. She is going to be the best person to have on the pod because she's just so fun. Well, guys, I'm honestly so nervous because I was telling Gretchen before, this is my first podcast. This is a dream come true, let me tell you. But we're both really excited and we're just both like quaking on our boots right now (laughs) it's so funny because right as you start I feel like you're nervous and you're thinking about it being there and then like when I was recording with Taylor by the end of this you're gonna forget that this is even here and we're just gonna be like talking to each other and you just get like so into it so this is gonna be just so fun and basically this is a little bit of a different kind of episode because a lot of times I'll ask you guys to leave me questions but a lot of you just send in requests which were so helpful thank you for doing that just about all these topics you want to hear about and a lot of it I noticed was about advice a lot of people were saying that they love my like big sister kind of talks and just advice that I give you guys so this one's going to mainly be about advice and I thought there's no better person to do it with than my big sis Natalie if you guys didn't know she's my big sister in my sorority um from college and yeah it's funny because we're the same age too but I've really always thought of her as like 
my big like sometimes it's just like we're friends but you really are like my big and she always gives me advice like this is gonna get mushy I always forget that you're not that I forget that you're my little but like I don't think of you as like little I just think of you as like my other person like part of my life yeah but guys I I don't I need to start taking my own advice because Gretchen (laughs) says I'd give good advice but I best advice I don't think I take my own like I would not have gotten through college you taught me so many things Gretchen you teach me things (laughs) all day long like with friends and boys and stuff we'll get into it a lot of it is going to be about like relationships and boys and stuff like that but Mm, yeah the good oh yeah the good stuff we're gonna get into the nitty-gritty but um oh my gosh some of the topics were like really rated R and I'm like that is just so not the happy hour vibe it's my vibe it's Natalie I know Natalie needs to start when we where she talks about all her, rated R stuff. Yeah, her rated R <laughs> topics. But oh boy! I wish you guys could see right now. We literally just <laughs> demolished a bag of chips. It's fine though, guys. Like we're like, ooh, I'm a little hungry. Like I just need a little snack, a like little a cute something. little snack. And then we literally demolished a giant bag of like a jumbo chips. Like a family size. But we're we, two family size girls. Yeah, so we really are. And there's a bowl of chocolate on my left, and it's just like staring into my soul. I think I ate like 10 pieces. It's fine though. We're just healthy. Like queens. in the holidays with the lint yeah. chocolate and the little squares of, or those Ghirardelli, is that what that's called? Yeah. Sitting out, like that's so dangerous. It's so dangerous, but. Yeah. You know, I'm always one to dive a little on the dangerous side. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Natalie, like, eat crap together. We're saying there's, like, friends you know you're just going to have junk with. Yes. That's us. That's scratching. I'm like, ooh, you a little hungry? Because I know I could eat. <laughs> she always knows. I'll be down to eat the junk food. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to jump into my typical format. And this is so funny, like, bringing Natalie into this. Because you're just like, I don't know. I feel like it's, like, serious, like like really deep like what I'm happy about right now like a happy quote and that's so like not you I know but Sorry, um guys no this will be good this will force her like literally I feel like from Natalie being my big I taught her how to be mushy and have feelings because <laughs> I'm just like come on everyone let's go <laughs> yeah let's go out tonight <laughs> yeah but also I knew I wanted her to be my big because she was just so fun and like social and outgoing and I like wanted that you're making me blush yeah (laughs) but okay we're gonna talk about what we're happy about just right now it can be like in general or this week or whatever so what are you happy about so I am happy about I feel like all of us this sounds super annoying but I'm just gonna say it anyway like us Mm -hmm. Boston YouTubers Mm -hmm. we've really come together this month of December and I know it's only the fifth day of December (laughs) But you're right. But we've like really come together, I feel like, and I've just seen like Maggie, Emma, Brooke, Arlen, Gretchen so much, and it just makes me really happy to see that everyone's just happy with one another, everyone's supporting each other, no one's like there's no not that there's ever beef, but like everyone's just loving each other and it's Mm -hmm. just been fun to be around and just everyone laughing and just sharing this experience with everyone oh I love that I love that you said that because especially after our friends giving vlogs giving TikToks TikToks giving giving, whatever you call it the other night I felt like so happy like genuinely so happy and I was just like wow I guess I miss just being really social with like a lot of people and we just had the best time and yeah, that makes me so happy you said that. And not that there is any, like, beef ever, but I feel like social media can get such a bad, like, rap or, like, yeah. it's all online, obviously, so you miss a lot of, like, in-person, like, connection. Like, that sounds weird. That or, like, so people that have coworkers and they make really strong bonds with them and they see them every day at work. Like, we don't have that. Like, mm-hmm. it's it can be quite isolating at times, like, working remotely and you can 
be alone every second of every day if you really wanted to so you have to like push yourself to like make plans with friends and stuff yeah but yeah it's been so fun like being with each other and that actually goes really well with what I'm happy about because I feel like (laughs) guys this is so dumb it's a little thing sometimes okay but I feel like that night too I was really happy laughing because I know what you're gonna say (laughs) I was really happy being with my friends but I feel like the over wait also I'm looking at it right now the top of it looks kind of messed up why does it look bent doesn't it? It, <laughs> it looks kind of scary. Well, okay. By the way, she's talking about a Christmas tree, so get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> my thing that I'm really happy about is my Christmas tree that we got. It was like on sale at Target. It was sixty dollars. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> we were gonna get like this two hundred dollar one. Taylor was like, "That's crazy." And then we found this one. It was less money because it didn't have Christmas lights on it. So then we're like, "Oh, we'll just buy the Christmas lights mm. like separate, save some dollars." And it was supposed to be eighty, and then it rung up and it was sixty, and we were like, "Happy day!" A little DIY never so, hurt nobody. <laughs> exactly. So my little bargain Christmas tree has just brought so much joy into my life in these past couple days. I'm so happy. I for know that. that sounds funny, but. I swear, that's why I was so happy during Friendsgiving, because we just got our tree set up, and we had the Michael Bublé Christmas playing, Mm -hmm. and we had, like, all the food. It was just so good. So that's really what I'm happy about right now, is this Christmas tree from Target. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy for Friends, and she's happy for Target. I'm happy for the things you buy at Target. (laughs) No, but I think, yeah, I think just, like, the vibe it gives off, and, like, the energy for Christmas. I'm totally vibing with your tree. (laughs) Are you? I'm so vibing with it. The you should see man. Natalie right now. She really is vibing. She has a beanie on. I'm vibing. Wait, did you post that photo on Instagram? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I need. I can't wait to go like it. I'm a warm buttered croissant. <laughs> Before we started recording this, you guys, Natalie was posing in her fuzzy blanket on my couch, and the sun was just coming through. It was like the most beautiful background. I looked like the solar eclipse. Yeah, she I was did. Literally glowing. It was really funny. So. We got a little Insta photo quick. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we're happy about right now. I mean, obviously, I'm, like, really happy about all of us being together, too, and coming together. Like, this morning, I was like, wow, I'm so happy. Like, me and Natalie and um, Maggie and Emma, I just realized, is that proper grammar? I always get yelled at me and Natalie, Natalie and I. I don't know. Whatever. The four of us were together. And it was just so fun, like, <laughs> dinking four. around. It was. Yeah. We do have fun dinking around. Yeah, and Arlen and Brooke, too, obviously, mm-hmm. and, like, all of our other friends, but... Okay, now we are going to tell you a happy quote of this week, which a lot of the times I have always thought of it as a happy quote, but a lot of times it's just like a happy thought in my okay. mind or like a or like a principle. I don't even know how to say no, it. No, that makes sense. But Natalie is going to give you one this week since she's yeah. our special guest. Well, I have to say Max Wilman's boat <laughs> quote really spoke to me. It was about the harbors and that the boats are built there, but they're not meant for that. However, I'm going to go a different route. Um, I'm going to talk, I mean, not talk, sorry. I'm going to say that my favorite thought, I guess it's just the energy that you give off is the energy that that you receive. So it's pretty simple. Basically, when you stay positive, positive things will come, which obviously Gretchen's really good at. Slash, mm-hmm. if you're negative, then negative things are will come. So I feel like it's just always keeping a positive mindset and always trying to be confident and hopefully those good things will come back to you at some point. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. I feel like we've been talking so much about like manifesting and stuff. Mm-hmm. And honestly, back in the day, I feel like when I first heard about that and like what manifesting is and yeah. manifestation, I'd be like, what is that yeah. mumbo jumbo? But like that doesn't so mean true. anything. But now I really just think Tori and Arlen are rubbing off on me. 
but I'm just like wow like I so believe in it and like Tori and her spin studio obviously and Arlen and his merch and just everything like it's so crazy what I almost think more too maybe more than a positive mindset like obviously that helps but they're so just like goal oriented and like focused on what they want and they can like spell out exactly what they want so like it's going to happen because they like wanted that bad and are working so hard Mm -hmm. I don't know I love that I really have noticed like the energy you put out you get perfect example yesterday I feel like Max like doesn't believe in it but I was texting him before his game and I was like you're gonna play great tonight you're gonna score a goal and he's like I'm manifesting a goal right now and guess who scored a goal in his game yesterday Max did like you never know I was telling Lucy that on FaceTime too today I was like just like how you think about things yeah is like so impactful you almost have to picture how you want your life to turn out or to be and believe that so much that it ends up actually yeah it has to come true because there's no other way and then your mind I feel like adapts to the way that they're the things are coming back to you in the way that your mindset is geared towards achieving that goal if that makes any sense oh my gosh guys you need to and natalie needs to too listen to does that make any sense natalie also needs to (laughs) 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 she needs to listen to and you guys also need to go listen to tori's podcast i'm literally such a fan but she talks all what you were just saying really reminded me in her one of her last episodes, her last one, she talks all about she envisions her higher self. And she's mm-hmm. like, my higher self doesn't drink alcohol. Like, it's so funny. Like, she pictures her ideal self. That's crazy. And so she's like, I don't really drink anymore because I know my ideal self doesn't. And my, de- I, my ideal self wakes up at 5 a.m. every day and works out because it makes me happy and makes me feel good. And it's so crazy how she talks about that. And she talks about how she plans out, like, what does a perfect day look like for her or an ideal day in her life. And that really gets me thinking, like, I don't even know if I've ever thought like that. Same. Like, what would a perfect day look like to you? I don't even yeah. know. I'd have to sit down and... Like, write it write out. Write it out. And, and if you like, spell it out and you do yeah. that, you're... I feel like that would just bring you so much, like, happiness and, like, you'd feel yeah. so fulfilled knowing that that's exactly what you want to be doing. And what that will get you closer to your future goals and stuff yeah. like that. Like, so. I really want to do that. When I... We should. I need to... After Tomorrow. this, we're going to sit down and we're going to write... <laughs> we're going to write down everything. Our ideal self. And it's definitely not eating a bag of tortilla chips. No, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, she talks all about her, like, higher self. And, yeah, just, I would I recommend. That. that really, like, inspired me. Love that for her. So, I love that happy quote. And now we're getting into the big sis talk. Okay, side note, we're 14 minutes in already. Isn't that insane? How quick it goes? We're, like... Two. I know. I remember with Brooke. She's like, guess how long we've been recording? I'm like, how long? She's like, 60 minutes. I'm like, what? Like, it goes by so quick because you can just, like, chat. Okay, so we're going to talk about just big sis advice because Natalie is my big sis. So I kind of did this in, like, chronological order and just order of, like, topics. So first, I want to ask you, do you have college tips for freshmen? Because I know that's such a thing and people, it's such a big transition time in your life when you're coming in. What would you say to your freshman self or any like freshman going into college? I would just say take every opportunity you can and just put yourself out there as much as you can because it's such a weird time from going to high school into college, especially if you went to like your public high school and you've been with those people for like 10 years or whatever um and then you're going into a college where you probably know only a few people or no one at all so I would just say go to any social opportunity you can be outgoing in class like find someone that you like even have a little connection with that you're like oh they might be cool just be like oh what are you doing this weekend like anything like that and be like oh let's like pregame in my room or something like that and just try and build those connections and I would also say 
don't get your panties in a wad if you see that all these girls, especially, I'm sure it happens with guys, but I know specifically since I'm a girl that this happens, that some people will have these huge groups of friends already in their freshman year. But let me tell you, they all hate each other. Like, no one (laughs) in their freshman year has a huge group of friends that they're, like, best friends with. It's superficial. So if you don't have that, I promise you, within the next year or six months or whatever, you will find your people. And I would just say be in a club or a sorority or anything like that, and those types of things will definitely help. Wait, I love that because that obviously gets you so involved, like the extra things you can do. And I feel like it's so cliche to be like, say yes to everything and take every opportunity. But yeah. obviously that's going to help so much and you don't want to have any regrets. But I love that that you said that about friends. And I wish I would have told myself, um, like your friends are going to change and that's yes. okay. And your friends do change in college. And it's a good thing because you are finding people that you more closely like align with with like your lifestyle and your values and just like who you enjoy spending time with and the people that you immediately find and hang out with might not be who you should be best friends with anyway or you know and I feel like that's like a good thing to know and Natalie's so weird the people that are like big friend groups in the beginning or what you think maybe they knew each other before college and honestly my experience well that's a lie I was gonna say if you knew someone before college you probably won't be friends all through college just your roommate Taylor I've known since first grade and like Lucy that's like a different story but for example my friend Hannah and her roommate at UVM they like met before and were planning to be roommates and were so excited and it was just like a horror story and did not work out at all and after like one semester together they had to split up so it's like you never really know even if it looks like other people are like having so fun and so close like don't put pressure on it because you're going to find the people you're supposed to be friends with like you can meet in like the weirdest ways in class mm-hmm. or like on the street or at a frat party yeah. or like from a sorority that helps so, so much but yeah I feel like if you can be in a sorority or a club or something like that that interests you that's clearly a way to really like reduce the amount of people that you're like around every day especially at such a big school so you'll make friends that way yeah like clearly. and relationships move so much faster in college because you're with them so they're just so easily ex- accessible yeah so you can literally just walk over to their dorm room or walk to a party with them or like see them on sun it's not broken up like in high school it is so I feel like that makes it a little bit more manageable to like reach out to people and try and make things happen but I just wouldn't get down on yourself if you feel like you don't have like a set group of friends because everyone is going through that at some point whether it looks like it or not like everyone has that internal conflict yeah I so agree um yeah and that just makes me think last thing like everyone says like say yes to everything obviously not everything like really bad things or things you're uncomfortable with don't do that yeah but looking back say no I to drugs <laughs> yeah exactly but I wouldn't like like I would have I don't know what I would have done differently like maybe try to have been more involved in our sorority and like get to know yeah. more girls in my sorority because it was still like a big sorority like stuff like that um and you'll never like regret taking a moment to like have a conversation with someone or get to know someone more or like go get coffee with someone or whatever it is so So true yeah just push yourself out there because everyone's feeling the same way absolutely okay then we should talk about sororities and recruitment recruitment process yes like a lot because I know you guys have so many questions about that and just like in general and obviously Natalie's my big and yeah tell us your opinions and you can tell us a little bit how like the recruitment process works or whatever you want to say So I think it's obviously different at each school, and BU's a lot different because we're in a city, so Mm. our recruitment literally happens at a hotel in Boston. Yeah. So it's way different than going down, like, frat and sorority row at a big state school. Mm. But 
And it's also second semester, which I know some people have it first semester, some people have it second. But if you go into school and you have sorority recruitment your second semester, I would highly recommend just doing it. If you don't make the sorority you wanted to go into or if you just end up hating it, then you hate it. Like, who cares? But there's literally no harm in trying it because the Mm -hmm. worst thing that happens is that you have a good conversation with a few girls and you will walk into them sometime on campus and be like, oh my god, hey, like... I remember there were people still, like, sophomore year that I would run into that I met my freshman year recruitment that I didn't even, like, join that sorority, but we'd Mm -hmm. still say hi to each other. So I just feel like building those relationships is super important. But the whole process itself is definitely exhausting on both sides. Like, overwhelming. Super overwhelming. But I would just say don't try and, like, say you want to be in one sorority like to begin with yes of course you have like goals and thoughts that you want to be in a certain one but Mm. just see who you click with and like see what people like stand out to you and what values that they have because I feel like that's the most that sororities have to offer and like you might as well just be open-minded and if you Mm. get the one that you wanted from the beginning great but if you find out that there's another one that you might have your best friends in that sorority and you have no idea that's what happened to me yeah I feel like like ultimately you obviously there's so many things about the sorority like maybe you really like that sorority's like philanthropy or you really mm-hmm. like that your mom is a legacy is that what it's called mm-hmm. or like someone was in it and you're not supposed to have like preconceived notions about the sororities but you kind of do yeah and especially me since I rushed as a sophomore like I heard about them but Natalie's so right I was so sure that I wanted to be in another sorority going into it yeah. and I did not want to be an alpha because I heard like bad things about it mm-hmm. and then throughout the recruitment process everyone's like trust the process I'm like, oh, I really should because the one sorority that I wanted dropped me. They were the only one that dropped Mm -hmm. me. And I was like dirty rushed and it was this whole thing. But um, everything happens for a reason, you guys, because this whole time I was like loving Alpha Phi and everyone was so sweet. And I was like, but I heard such terrible things. Right. And I ended up in it. And that's exactly what I should have been doing the whole time. Like that's exactly where I was supposed to end up, you know? Yes. So you really should trust the process. And Natalie's like so right. Like the worst thing that can happen, if you really hate it after you join, like give it some time stick it out but you can always drop if you like really are unhappy and the worst thing that happened is that you tried you know so it's like you never know like you might as well try and I never even knew about sororities I never thought I would be in one but then after I quit rowing and I knew like five people at BU I was like okay there Mm -hmm. is like 20,000 people that go here I better branch out maybe a sorority is a good way for me to like meet a lot of friends get involved stuff like that so it just worked out so well, and I know it can be scary and daunting, and I remember, like, not sleeping the night before and being so stressed about it, but if you're just, like, yourself and talking with girls, how you would with your friends and just trying to make friends, like, I feel like it's going to work out. And Totally. Yeah, but the process can be really overwhelming, and you're having conversations with so many girls. It's, like, so unnatural. Like, you're never doing that so, other yeah. any other time in life, and you lose your voice, and you get sick, and Natalie was sick when I went through recruitment, yes. like, right before I, I had, had a conversation flu. with her. Yeah, but get sick. Also, another crazy thing, I mean, this is, like, going off on a tangent, but, like, when I first talked to Gretchen, I... I'm pretty sure I probably wrote on her sheet, like, because you, I'm, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but, like, you get yeah. sheets that you write notes. I mean, yeah. it's, you probably Everyone know that. Everyone does, yeah. Um, but I was, like, like her a lot, but, like, probably not my little, because yeah. you, like, write that about people. And, mm-hmm. like, still, even the first time when she, um, what is it, you, on bid day, when she came, she was at my, my big's apartment, mm-hmm. and... I was like, oh, this girl's actually, like, so cool. Like, I remember, because everyone just knew Gretchen as, like, the YouTuber, like, the innocent, mm-hmm. like, YouTuber. And 
I knew of Gretchen before, but I was just, I pretended like I had no idea who she was during her comics. Yeah. I didn't want her to feel weird. I wanted to be like, <laughs> I want your videos. Yeah. But um, and this was obviously before I even like had any inkling that I was gonna start a YouTube channel. Yeah, like you would have had no idea. No idea. If you asked me that, I would like no. But yeah. then me and Gretchen started bonding, and I was like, wait. <laughs> I'm like this girl. Like she's yeah. she might be perfect for me because <laughs> I didn't want someone that I had to like baby. I just wanted someone that could like hang and be my friend and like yeah. I feel like we just have the perfect relationship for yeah. what we both wanted out of Alpha Phi. I know exactly because I was like I'm a sophomore. I'm already coming into this late. I don't want someone that like needs to like take care of me as like a baby freshman and show me yeah. the way. Like I just wanted someone that was like my age and to be my friend. So it worked out so well. And yeah, yeah you just like never know what's gonna happen because. I remember going into it when I first talked to Natalie. I was like, oh my gosh, I've literally stalked her Instagram before. She's so cute. Like, me and my <laughs> and friends like, are like, this girl's so pretty. Like, her yeah. dog looks like her. <laughs> no, and I literally was probably like, so how's the breakup with Justin? <laughs> like, I literally knew everything about her. I know. I remember after she was like, okay, we literally, like, I'll watch your eyebrow video and, like, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, it's, like, really funny how it works out. And then, yeah. I guess, like, Big Little, I know that can be stressful, too, if you want to hear about Big Little. Like, oh, every yeah. week, it's, like, a big and a little. And I feel like I was barely there, but I knew I wanted Natalie to be my big. I was probably, like, on a trip or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then when I got my little, I was, like, traveling, and I was just, like, I want her. So it just, like, worked out really Everything well. Everything works out for a reason. But, yeah, I know it can be, like, stressful and just trust the process. Yeah. And the world will put you with who you're supposed to be with, I feel like. And so. also, some people get bigs and littles that they're not that close with. Like, we just, my our whole fam was lucky. Like, they all the way close. down to, like, Emily. Like, everyone's just still close. Yeah. Emily's, like, my great-grandbig who's Gretchen's, like, And I know her. Like, we're yeah, all, like, Courtney, super close Ariana. and, like, everyone's amazing. But there's some people that, like, they're not that close and, like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. they're just... When it comes down to it, they're just bigs and littles. Like, regardless, Gretchen and I probably still would have been best friends at yeah. some point in our life. I know. Like, you don't need to be best friends, but it's just, yeah. like, a bonus if you are. Like, yes. Nice. It's very nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. If, like, what else do people want to hear about sororities? And I know. I think we talked a lot about it. Yeah, I feel like we did, too. I, I know people can be scared. Like, I was scared going into it. Like, I feel like you hear that they're going to pressure you to do things or make you do things or, like, boys or whatever, and it can be really scary and, like, intimidating, and it's just not at all. And no. the girls are just like you. Like, they go to college just like yeah. you. They're just looking for their new pledge class of friends, mm-hmm. and you just bond, and that's all. Like, it, all these rumors you hear going into it are just, like, made not up true. and, like, nonsense. Yeah. And it was, like, honestly the best decision I made at BU because I made so many, like, Natalie, right here, I made so many, like, lifelong friends mm-hmm. that I never would have made. Isn't that so weird? Like, I never would have met you if I didn't, like, rush. Yeah. No, like, obviously, Gretchen's one of my best friends. I have so many other best friends that I met just through Alpha Like, mm-hmm. I may have, like, the last two years not gone to as many events as I should have. <laughs> Skipped a couple chapters. <laughs> but we won't get into details. But yeah. before that, like, I'm so thankful for it because otherwise I wouldn't have met my people, my homies. Yeah. So I would recommend, or even if it's not... Obviously, if it's not for you, like, if you just aren't into the sorority scene, like, any club, like, there's so many, like, club sports or whatever. There's a million ways you can get involved, so... Like so that's fashion just more magazine or something yeah, like that or like just for, more yeah. tips for the freshmen totally okay now we're going to talk about just boys and relationships and stuff and i'm so <laughs> excited to hear your opinion okay this girl said um can we talk about like friends with benefit situations and what to do if you catch the feelings what is your what's your opinion on the friends with benefits and that whole thing so I feel like it gets into pretty slippery slope yeah. pretty quickly, especially yeah. in college. 
just because, I mean, this is stereotypical, but a lot of guys and girls too don't, but mostly guys, I would have to say, even though yes. that's stereotypical, but no, whatever. But it's, it's um, true. And they're not mature. <laughs> yeah. Like guys just, they don't really want relationships in college. And I can't say I was ready for a relationship until senior year. Like I honestly wasn't at all. Mm. And I feel like it's hard when you start to catch the feels, you want to just run away from them as fast as you can. That was Natalie. Oh, yeah. That's always been you. Literally, I'd be like, oh, he's so nice. Gross. I need to leave. <laughs> yes. I'm like, I just ghost, like, whatever. Yeah. But I would just say the best thing, like, honesty is always the best policy. If you start feeling a certain way, I would just, mm-hmm. like, honestly have the conversation. And yeah, it's going to suck if they say, I don't feel that way don't or, like, I just want to, like, do what we're doing. But if they say that, then honestly... And it's you, not meant to be anyway. Right, if you like them and they don't... They just want to hook up, like, don't do that to yourself. Like... I know. It's just going to hurt you more. You get in the worst situation yeah. and you, like, feel like crap because you like them and they don't like you, but you just like spending time with them, but yeah. they're not, like, in for it for the right reasons. So and, true. like, it's so scary. But I literally always feel like if you're supposed to be that with that person, like, you're going to be. And if you're catching the feelings and they don't have them, then... It's, like, not meant to be anyway, and, yeah. So true. And just know when the right person comes into your life, you're going to know, and if they're not the right person, you're going to know that they're not the right person. Or if you're ever, I always say, if you ever question if someone likes you, then they don't like you because you wouldn't be questioning it. Like, it shouldn't be a game or a maze to figure out if somebody likes you. Right. Like, when Max liked me, I knew. When Andrew liked Natalie, she knew. Yeah. So it's, like... Well, sometimes I feel like even I, throughout college, like, like to play games with guys. Like, and, like, it's just, like, everyone loves the chase. Yeah. Loves the chase. It's just plain and simple. It's just Mm -hmm. fun. And you like to know, like, the element of surprise. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if you are ready for a relationship, don't put yourself in a situation where you're like, oh, I just want to be, like, the cool girl and just, like, I don't, I won't catch the feels, like, yeah, you I don't know, care. Like, yeah. I'm like a boy, because I've, I've probably done that, where I'm like, oh, no, like, I, we're chill, like, whatever, but it hurts, like, it really hurts, so yeah. I would just say, like, stay true to yourself, and know your worth, and don't yeah. put yourself in that situation, and get yourself out of it as fast as you can, if you feel like if they're, the feelings aren't mutual between yeah. the two, and I remember what I was going to say, it's so scary to be vulnerable, and I feel mm-hmm. like in friends with benefits situations, someone is going to start to feel some way. Like, you yeah. can't just be, like, I just feel like that's not, like, a sustainable thing. No, Maybe it's for a short period of time, But they're going to start caring, or you're going to start yeah. caring, or whatever it's going to be, and it's scary to be the one that's like, okay, what are we, or yeah. whatever, but, like... If it's meant to be that person, it's going to be. And if it's not, it's not. So mm-hmm. that's all I have to Preach. say about that. We're going to talk about, I don't even know. You know, let's just talk about it now. Because I don't even know if I wrote it down about how we manifested our boyfriends. But oh we gosh. literally, you guys, <laughs> I, I know we probably sound like crazy people talking about, like, give out the energy you want to receive. But me and Natalie wholeheartedly did this yeah. last September. I cannot even begin to tell you if that's not an example that manifesting things And is then we thing. trapped our boyfriends. Imagine that. We literally did. I was going to say. What we were talking about, we anchored them, but that's with the baby. We don't do we that. We didn't baby anchor them we yet. Didn't. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Andrew, but wait. Literally, wait. Andrew Just is kidding. Coming. Don't worry. <laughs> but that is such an example of manifesting, I feel, because yeah. literally, I remember it so vividly. We were in your car, driving to Andover, right? And we were going over the bridge, leaving yes. Boston. Yes. And we were talking about how we 
we were like, you know what? We're like ready for boyfriends this fall. I think Natalie was like, I think I could have a boyfriend. I'm going to have a boyfriend this fall. And I was like, you know what? Me too. Yeah. And I feel like we both were like, oh, it's not these like random guys that we're kind of talking to yeah. right now. Andrew and Max. <laughs> these random guys. And it was like 100% them. Yes. And it's so funny because they came into our lives right as we were actually ready. Yeah. And we were saying that earlier in college, I wasn't ready for a relationship. No. I don't think you were either... If you, listen, if you, like, come from high school and date this person for, like, 10 years and date all through college, like, good for you. But I think for a lot of people, like, they need to be single in college Mm -hmm. to, like, work on themselves and find themselves. And I knew I needed that. Especially coming from my last relationship after freshman year, I, like, looked in the mirror, like, not even kidding. And I was just like, whoa, I don't even know who I am anymore without this person. And it was scary. So I knew that needed to end because I needed to work on me and find myself. Wow, that was deep. But. No, but it's so (laughs) true. Yeah, and then I just feel like going to my senior year, I was so, like, confident with who I was Mm -hmm. and, like, where I was in life, and I was, like, I'm, like, ready to just share it with someone else, and I feel like you were the same way. Well, I felt like I just got screwed over so many times, (laughs) which I totally, like, put on to myself. Like, I literally (laughs) actually, I'm, like, I got screwed. Like, I literally did it to myself. For you, the friends with benefits situation that started to have feelings. Like, just, like... (laughs) But they none of these people were right for me, but I think, yeah. like, finally in my junior year, like, especially, like, heading into the end of it, I was, like, I think I'm, like, re- like I'm sick of, like, just, like, these, like, random, random like, texting here and there. Like, I was just sick of it. I was, like, I don't want this anymore. I think, I like, yeah. the next person I'm with is going to be someone that I'm, like actually like and like that sounds horrible no but no but I like explicitly remember you telling me this too because I feel like I like remembered the day and you were just like I'm like over this like I'm like ready for something like serious right and then lo and behold Andrew walks right into my life yeah knocking on my door it's crazy and we both got boyfriends like literally at the same time like last September right after we said we were ready so let me just tell you you better go manifest your boyfriend (laughs) because then he'll, he'll walk into your life and don't be turned off if your boyfriend takes a little longer to ask you to be his girlfriend <laughs> because Andrew needed some some pushing. Our one year is on Saturday, so Aww. yeah. And Gretchen's was what like three months ago. Yeah, I like in my and it's so funny, but because like in my mind, you started dating like when we started dating because that's Literally. when we all started like talking and yeah. hanging out. But Andrew just needed a little a little push, which is fine. Just. Just give him time. Don't rush out. I'm like, so when are you asking Natalie to be your, your girlfriend or what? I was like, my my ring finger is ready. I was like, I'm ready. It's empty. I'm ready for this engagement. I'll be engaged by the end of the night. You guys yeah. are kidding about that part. Yeah, don't worry. I'm not but, that crazy. Yeah. Or am so, I? I just wanted to talk about how we manifested our boyfriends. But also, so you can't manifest it if you're not ready. Like, if you yeah. need to work on yourself right now, no boy is going to become walking into your life because he knows you aren't ready yet. Totally. So you got to work on yourself. Okay. That's yes. that's step one. <laughs> so this says, can we talk about being single and not looking for a relationship? So let's backpedal a little bit. Like I know my sophomore and junior year, <laughs> even though I was looking for a boyfriend, that's exactly why I couldn't have one and I needed to be single yeah. and I wasn't in a relationship, but I know it can be hard. So what would you say to someone like when they're single? I would just say that have fun being single, have yes. fun going out like talking to all these guys or girls or whatever and just live like if you aren't looking for a boyfriend or you think in the back of your head you are but you like still like having your freedom like then you're probably not ready for a boyfriend Mm -hmm. um which is like fine I was the same way but I think I also had the problem where I would meet guys and like them and would like be like oh my god I like picture our life together and like have those yeah and I would literally like I would do it in my head and I was like 
the, these people are simply not right for me, but why do I think that they yeah. are? I would just say, like, just have fun. Like, don't don't worry. Like, what will come will come, you know? Yeah. I, like- I agree with that. And it can be hard, especially if you're, like, coming off of, like, a long relationship yeah. or something. Like, for me, I feel like I was just so used to it. And I know you guys, too, if you come out of a long relationship and you break up and the rug is ripped out from underneath of you and you're just like, oh, I don't know how to be alone. But it's that much more important why you need to find out who you are on your own. And... Like, it's okay to be single. And, like, I know deep down when I was single, I was looking for a relationship, which is exactly what you can't do. And Mm -hmm. I feel like I finally, literally when I got a boyfriend, I finally learned that I was, like, so happy being single and, like, how to be single. And you literally do have to enjoy it because when you're in a relationship, you're like, oh, remember when that was so fun when I would go out every day and just, like, be so, like, not, like, having a boyfriend hold you back at all. But, like, but, you're not doing the same stuff that you yeah. do. You're not going up to the bar you can be and being, so, like, social. buy me drinks. Exactly. Like, you're not, not that I, not that I did that. No, we did. <laughs> we were living our best life. Yeah. And I feel like, just enjoy being single. Yeah. Like, if you needed someone to, like, grab you by the shoulders and shake you and be, like, be happy that you're single right now. Because yeah. one day you're not going to be. Right. And you're going to wish that you, like... <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Drink a bottle of vodka every weekend. Yeah, no, it's no, fine. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that either. But, like, literally enjoy being single. Just make it, make it Tito's and it's fine. And, exactly. And just know that, like, you are going to get a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever it is when you're supposed to. And you're supposed to be single for a reason. And you yes. got to work on yourself, sis. Okay? Yes. That's Go your off, reminder. Queen. Um. Okay, wait. Let's talk about... Hang on. Now I'm, like, messing up the order. Okay, I'm going to skip this and come... Okay, let's talk about getting over a long-term boyfriend because we both had this and oh yeah maybe you could talk about your situation if you wanted to but you also don't have to no I can so we're like back we're like going back in time because then I talked about like when I was single but then before that had the long-term boyfriend that's all right and I was like distraught for so long and would text him and be like take me back not actually but I would just be like hi and then he'd probably answer like three days later and we just have not talked in like five years and that's fine with me and we just don't have a relationship like I wonder one day if we'll be friends I think he like lives down the street from me now guys seriously literally Justin lives in Boston if he listens if someone knows him like listening to this yeah he like lives not that far anyway watch I like run into him one day well actually my friends knew him from going abroad remember that oh yeah. yeah but what's so funny is like it feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Like, if I saw him, it wouldn't be like, oh, my God, that's my ex-boyfriend. I would just be like, oh, my God, that's that guy that I, like, knew. Like, I would yeah. just be like, what's up? Like, it would be funny if we were friends or I feel like it would be fine. But um, getting over them is really hard. And the best thing you can do is not speak at all. Like, literally mm-hmm. just do not speak to them or else it's going to make it that much harder. He made it easy and just wouldn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> just was like, nope. No, but we just, like, would not talk. And it's funny because I was the one that was like, this relationship needs to end. Like, what mm-hmm. are we doing? But then I feel like he was just like, okay, bye, sis like skirt and we just didn't speak but I feel like that's the best thing you can do and you need to work on yourself and you need to surround yourself with your friends and your family that care about you yes yeah so my situation in high school was a little different we weren't long term I wouldn't say we were like we lost like a several months in high school it's like a while right that's like your whole world that's literally a lifetime in in high school so I was a junior he was a senior and I mean, we didn't have the best relationship, but we we both just liked each other. And then I was riding horses a lot in high school. So, like, literally the one weekend I didn't go to a party because in high school I was a fiend and loved to go out. (laughs) Like, I was a fiend. I would not miss a night. But this night I missed, and he decided to cheat on me with not one but two girls. (laughs) Guys, like, mic drop. Can you believe it? Yeah. So he had a little threesome. But, um... 
honestly, I have to say, when I found out, of course, I was like, what the, like, what the F? Like, <laughs> yeah. are you serious? But part of me was, like, happy, because I was like, I didn't, I was so over him anyway, because he just, like, sucked. And... Clearly. Yeah, he sucked. <laughs> but then we, the way we ended, like, obviously, I broke up with him. I disinvited him to prom. Found another date anyway. Oh, I didn't um, even think about that. Yeah. In, in high school, there's the prom. Yeah, and I remember he was like, I can't believe you're not bringing me to prom. And I'm like, are you dumb? <laughs> you think I'm going to bring you after all yeah. of this? Guys, I told Natalie, like, I, I just had a realization because I've obviously known all about, I won't say his name. About, the one who shall not be named. Oh, my God. I was just about to say his last name instead. <laughs> um... But, like, I've known about him, but I realized, like, she hasn't talked about it in a video at all. And I'm like, yeah. imagine how many people, because it's so sad how many people get cheated on. I mean, girls yeah. cheat on boys, too. But if she, like, made a video talking yeah. about it, like, that would help so many people. I know. I guess look at her my, now. She's thriving. I'm trying to thrive. But, I mean, I I can't say it, like, broke my heart and destroyed me. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I definitely was not in love with him. Like, yeah. if Andrew did that, I would be broken. Yeah. But this person I was not in love with at all. And... But the way we ended, so we, whatever, we broke up, but it was, like, super back and forth texting still and, like, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And then I really wanted an apology from both the girls because I was, like, friendly with them. But I think this is super important because I feel like I did a good job with this. Yes, they were super in the wrong and, like, we were friends enough where they owed it to me to not do that. But at the same time, I was like, you know what? He was the one who owes it to me the most. He messed up the biggest time. So I yeah. said, I was just like... I know you did it. I'm not mad at you, but I would like an apology and, like, a little bit of an explanation. And they both did that, and I said, we're good. That's it. And to this day, like, I'm friends with them. I just was like, it's not worth my breath. I was not in love with him. You're so mature. I feel like you've always been so mature. But that, it's just like, why do I need to... I wanted to ruin his life, and I had fun. Like, I think I... I punched him in the face and ripped his shirt, but I didn't want to ruin their lives. Like, they, yeah. like, it was not that important to me, but, um, he's fine. Don't worry. I didn't actually, like, punch him. <laughs> I maybe did a little, but it wasn't, like, bad. I don't, I don't yeah. support abuse, but it was just one of those things. But, um... How did you... So, you didn't think it was, like, that hard to get over because you were kind of, like, over it anyway? Yes. So, I don't want to pretend like I was, like, super in love with him and I'm, like, I was, like, broken by it because I Mm -hmm. wasn't. It was more just... And I think, honestly, I loved the drama of it and I loved, like, at parties that he would get mad after because I was talking to other guys and he would come over and then I'd, like... Then they'd be, like, fighting, and I would be like, yeah. oh, my God, guys are fighting over me. So I, like, liked that in <laughs> high school. I'm not going to, like, sugarcoat it. I thought yeah. it was funny. But I do think it's important to, like, obviously, if they cheated on you, it's not your fault. Like, I did nothing to deserve that. And yeah. even if people say it takes two to tango, it doesn't matter. You don't cheat on people. Simple. Yeah. Don't cheat on people. And I think also you need, to, like... You just need to evaluate the relationship. I think sometimes it can be salvaged, and then I think other times, like this one, I didn't care. I like, mm-hmm. I was just like, I, I don't need you in my life. Yeah, I feel like what We're you good. said. That's like the biggest thing. Whenever anyone's now, this is advice if you're cheated on. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing if you're cheated on, like people always like reflect on themselves and they're like, okay, it's something I did. Like, what's so wrong with no. me? But it's like it's not your fault. That's like the biggest thing. No. I feel like people need to hear. Like, it literally is not your fault. It's them. It's not you. Yeah. Like you're the one that's chilling. It's like they're the one that has issues that they did that right so. and if you want to figure it out then i don't really know how to go about that but i know that there's probably like therapy and ways to yeah, do it I, for me that wasn't a relationship i cared about to keep yeah. and i was like so you were like see ya <laughs> on to the next yeah <laughs> um okay so this is good 
this says when do you know or like she wants us to talk about knowing when to date again after a breakup like how do you know when you're ready and how do you not compare them to your ex yeah well I didn't date anyone I didn't have a boyfriend until Andrew after Mm -hmm. but I obviously like had like people I would talk to throughout the years and I feel like for me it was it took me a good amount of time though to find someone after that person Mm -hmm. after we broke up to talk to even just because I was just over it I was like I don't boys suck yeah I was (laughs) like I just need like time to like be me I don't think there's any based on how long you've been in a relationship there's I don't think there's any specific time that you need to wait I just think it's based on you if you need five years before you date someone else fine if you need five days probably not the best but like also you do you it's fine like you just need it I think it's all about what your heart and like your gut tells you if you feel ready then you're probably ready Mm -hmm. if you don't feel ready then who cares yeah I think knowing when to date again after breakup is when you truly are loving yourself yes and are good with yourself because then that's when you can like share your happy full life on your own with somebody else Mm -hmm. and not comparing to an ex I feel like the best thing for that would just be time like if you have enough time in between like I don't even know how much time I had in between three years or whatever yeah I like forget what happened anyway I'm never comparing like the two like that would be weird and I feel like if you really like in love the new person you're with you're not going to be really comparing them anyway so yeah don't do that I think it's hard if you were maybe in like a kind of uh, abusive is a strong word but whether it's verb like a verbally like emotionally like a manipulative relationship I'm sure if there's like certain signs that trigger you Mm -hmm. that might remind you of them but I would just say talk to whoever it is you're with and just explain how you're feeling because if you're open and honest and like they understand where you're coming from and they'll know Mm -hmm. that you guys can talk about those things and I don't Mm -hmm. and then that kind of takes like or it eliminates being able to compare the two that you can just talk about how you're feeling yeah Okay, this I didn't even write down, but I'm just, like, remembering, you guys, two things that really stuck with me. Wait, or am I only thinking of one now? <laughs> Natalie just taught me so much, like, during college. And I remember one thing in specific, I feel like this is just meaningful to share, is she was just telling me how much more important your friends are than guys in college. Mm-hmm. And it's such a thing. And I know, and I remember her, like, sitting down telling me, and I'm like, what do you know? But she's, like, a million percent right. Like, you need someone that is going to sit you down and be like sis this guy that you think is so worth it and Mm -hmm. you're gonna marry and you're gonna love it's not going to happen and if you're one of your best friends or whoever it is like a sister in your sorority whatever is with them or was just with them or whatever like it's so not worth it and girl friendships are so much more important more important than like a new love interest or something because if it's meant to be it's going to be down the line anyway and maybe I'll meet them in like 10 years yeah you know what I mean so I just feel like that's so important like she just taught me so much about that and friends over guys literally always, always. well because it's happy I made the mistake of doing that once I basically didn't value a friendship a really really important friendship over a guy and it was just a dumb young mistake that I made, but it re- like it blew up in my face, like ca- mm. like catastrophic. And I sat grudging now because I didn't want anything like that to happen to her. Except like broke me. It literally broke me. And I was like, "There's no guy in this world unless you've kn- like unless you've known them for like ten years and like it's like a movie and they like you finally like figure out that you're yeah. in love. You both are in love. There's no guy in college that you're like." 
oh, this is the guy I'm meant to be with, but even though, but that's going to break my best friend's heart. It's not worth it. It's Mm -hmm. simply not worth it. It's just not. Yeah, I remember in the moment being so, like, worked up about him being like, he's so important, and it's like this random boy that I don't even know anymore I talk to ever. Like, it was so random. Because the same thing happened to me, and I was like, trust me, he'll blow over. You'll find another one. There's so many fish in the sea. But she knew so well, and I thought of the other thing, too, that really stuck with me, is just, like, being so honest with your friends and your girlfriends about, like, everything, like, how you're feeling. Like, me and Natalie, I feel like we're just so open with each other, and that's just what works so well. And we just always tell each other, like, how we're feeling. Or if anything right. does happen with guys or you do anything that you think would make them upset or whatever it is, just, like, having a conversation with about yeah. about it with them and telling them before they find out from someone else or whatever it is, like, that's just what you have to do. Like, you just have to be, like, the bigger person and be mature about it. So true. Yeah. So that's just what's always stuck with me. That's some Natalie advice that oh, I, try, I guys. love. <laughs> Okay, this one says, thoughts on living with a significant other before marriage. I thought that was really funny because we both have done that and do that. Yes. Well, okay, so Andrew and I basically moved in with each other about six months ago. So we were really only six months into our relationship. Mm -hmm. But I guess we just moved really fast. I don't know. When you know it's right, it kind of is right. And when you're older, like we were seniors in college. We were about to graduate. Yeah. When you know, you know. But, you know, we got the dog. We have our little French bulldog, Royce, and I obviously couldn't be away from him. So I was like, all right, Andrew, bringing my bags over. So I just like slowly moved in. It wasn't like we had a conversation where he's like, I want you to move in with me. Here's the key. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's similar with you too. Like you guys just like it just made towards, sense yeah and when they're your person and you love spending every moment with them why would you live apart anyway so right. my thoughts are i know it's very like what's it called conventional like uh conservative i don't know like traditionally traditional traditionally you live with your significant other once you've married them but i just feel like in this day and age i don't know honestly how you could marry someone if you've never lived with them right you need to test out the wheels (laughs) yeah like how do you know if they're neat or clean or whatever and if you're really you know traditional and are waiting till marriage to live with each other so be it and you do you but yeah I just also feel like with you guys like moving in together relatively quickly or whatever you're basing that off of like everyone's timeline is different and me and Maggie were talking about this the other day like everyone saying like you guys are so young like don't rush it whatever but we were just realizing like everyone's so different and like Aspen and Parker for example got married when they're 18 and 19 built their first house like so much earlier than everybody else but like that's what works for them and I don't need to compare myself to that or if you are 22 and single you don't need to compare yourself to me and Natalie you know like everyone's different I also have friends that they've been in relationships for like six years and they are our age and they still don't live to with each other because they're not ready and that's fine Mm. but also I just thought of this if you're one of those people, even if you're single or in a relationship and you're like, I don't know how you live with a guy. Like, I need my space. Like, I need my room. Like, I need to be, like, gross and stuff. Like, I was one of those people that I needed, like, to live in my room and, like, be able to, like, just make food on my own and, like, not be with a guy. I completely 180 with that because now I don't care. Like, I'm literally wear no makeup. Like, obviously, I live with him. And I be- live with two guys now. Yeah. And You get really comfortable. Yeah, really and I, like, quick. go out there. I'm like disgusting Sup, and like, boys i'm like what are we eating tonight boy <laughs> what's the lunch <laughs> yeah like you just i promise you it gets comfortable i mean i don't know if that was good advice or helpful but i know i was always like how do people live with guys like i need my yeah. space to be like gross and like not a cute girl yeah 
No, you'll you'll get there. Oh, trust, trust me. me. <laughs> it happened early on in our relationship. It sure does. Very comfortable. You're just like friends yeah. coexisting. You're like <laughs> the romance is gone. You're like, oh babe, you're pooping. <laughs> <laughs> like literally. Like, babe, you need toilet paper? I got you. <laughs> you're like in sweatpants every day. <laughs> literally. That's so oh my gosh. I already know we need another podcast episode where we talk about like living with boys and like oh what gosh. we've learned yeah. and stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is so random. This is just a question I have for you. I just put this in here. We need to talk about Natalie's skin. Okay. Stop. Guys, her skin is literally perfect. I already know that you know that though, like from her Instagram and her videos and stuff. Can you tell us your secret of life? Because I feel like you used to be like, oh, like the water and the vitamins and whatever. But like, what do you tell us what you do every day for your skin? So this, now I feel like I'm on like the skinny confidential because she always asks about skin tips. But I feel like hydration obviously is a big thing and I'm pretty good about drinking water I love to just slug back a glass <laughs> of water but I'm a big firm believer that less is more I don't I think you need that. I only wash my face maybe once a day if I have makeup on if I don't I just use water because I just think it strips your skin of natural oils and stuff and I love moisturizer I cannot move my face it turns into like the tin man if i don't put moisturizer on like i can't talk i'm like what's going on her skin right now it's always like just glowing and so soft like you have the best texture skin like it's so soft and you have like no pores and it's all like one color and just even and like nice like it's really like baby looking skin oh that's so sweet like you're not gonna have a wrinkle you're gonna look 30 when you're 80 I, that's a that's a dream <laughs> but I the only thing I use is I use a vitamin A and E oil I put that on in the morning and then I put moisturizer is there like a specific one I should know I got it on Amazon I don't okay. know if it does anything I just started using okay. it but I also use origins under eye cream because I have really bad Wait, dark is it circles the ban- is it called banana something no or- I think it's like revitalize or something I'll find it for you okay we have to go look at the orange one that's in my cabinet yeah, maybe I think it it's is. origins I don't know if it's called banana. I might have made I that up. I don't know. Okay. Nan or bops. Um, I need whatever you have because it's working, clearly. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then at night, I, oh, also, don't use makeup wipes. I don't think that they're good for your skin. They pull your skin. So I would say use, like, the cleanser water, like the mis, it's begins with an M. Yes, micellar cleansing water. Or use a balm, and it, like, will melt off your makeup. The Clinique one. Yes. I recommend. So good. I, I like that one. I got, use the Elemis one because Skinny Confidential told me to use it, and it's so nice. Uh-huh. but other than that i would just say i mean i will drunk fall asleep with my makeup on all the time not the best <laughs> but like happens. and that's how she has her perfect skin and that's how it just do that i let the let the foundation sink oh, in. oh gosh and i wake up and my eyes are crusted together that's but so yeah funny. i just think less is more and like give your skin a break and let it like restore itself that's interesting about the makeup wipes because yes. I yeah you are like pulling your skin all over. Yeah. The other day when you said that, I my purity cleanser that I use that uh-huh. I use for so long I like go back to sometimes and it's so good at taking your makeup off. Yes, so I use that. And, I feel like it's just yeah. gentler on your skin. And yeah, not like I agree. Okay, that's her. That's her tip because <laughs> her skin is like perfect. I know you guys already know. Okay, this question is how to stop, and they quoted me and I love this finishing a handleless vodka every weekend. <laughs> Because I told you guys in a podcast before that I got my life together and I stopped drinking a handle of Svedka every weekend. She says, how does she stop doing that without feeling left behind from friends? I think it depends on what state you are in life. Because I think it's important to enjoy yourself, especially in college, and have those 
weekends where you go so hard and I mean, people might disagree with that, but I think it's important to, like, get those years out because... That reminds me, what's that quote that's, like, the memories you won't remember with people you... Oh, wait, it's, um... Something like that. You'll... You never remember the nights that you stayed in is one. That's not the one you were saying. I know. (laughs) That's the one one we used when I was in London for, like, a half... Or for, like, a summer, and we went out from literally Monday to Sunday. That is so funny. And I would literally, like, my liver screaming at me, (laughs) and everyone's like, you're never gonna remember the nights that you stayed in, and I'm like, to the break of dawn! (laughs) Why was I like this? You know those, like, really, like, cheesy captions people make their Instagram? It's like, here's to the nights we won't remember with the people we won't forget. We won't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I totally see that, like, I visualize it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. But I agree. I feel like it's the stage of life you're in. That's what you were saying. Yeah. Like, you just get to a point. Like, I think for me and Natalie's with our senior year, we're like, okay, we don't need to literally binge drink anymore. No, like, we're over that. And sure, you can have that phase in college if you want it. You definitely, like, don't need it by any means. Right. But um, I'm going to take this back to Tori, my favorite person. Because... <laughs> literal soul sister. <laughs> my literal inspiration to breathe. She talks about how she... Um, She's been going out so much and being so social, but you just have to have the realization like, wait, I don't need to drink. Right. I can go out and I don't have to drink or I can go out and have one drink instead of five. Right. And she goes and maybe has like a spike seltzer or just like sticks with club soda and doesn't drink at all. Like literally you don't have to feel left out at all. You can still go out and be social. Or if you are like, okay, I don't even want to go to a bar. Just like be social with your friends in another way. Go to a movie. Like I know girls in our sororities always do that. Like if they don't, girls in our... Did I say sororities? Girls in our sorority. Yeah. Always do that. If they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so not feeling going out. Like a bunch of girls will go to a movie or whatever it is. So it's like, you just have to make yourself not feel left behind by mm-hmm. going or not going and deciding that it's okay if you don't go. Yeah. You know? Well, I got into a phase, I think it was like sophomore or junior year, where I like hated going out. I just would never go out, which was also not the greatest because I was like sad, sad and FOMO and, and just be like, can't go out and I'm like can you just come and I'm like no no I'm not allowed <laughs> right but I think there's just a happy medium that you can find and yeah don't worry because if you if you're having a big case of FOMO but your body's telling you like please don't make me like drink tonight I promise you there will be more nights yeah. You will you will be able to go out again. Nothing that happened that night is something that won't happen again. like yeah just I agree. Th- think realistically yeah and like yeah I feel like you just get to a point like you just kind of grow up a little bit like I couldn't tell you the last time I was like binge drinking or drinking to get drunk oh I can't (laughs) you know like unfortunately I think I just drink really like casually now I have like a drink or two so just like do that yeah you know (laughs) (laughs) I literally had such a rough weekend like a few weeks ago it's Maggie's birthday oh I was on another level you guys I I can't (laughs) it took me like and once you get older your hangovers are like seven weeks long yeah (laughs) you were literally like I can't even really are I feel like that's a big incentive for me to drink a lot less too because when you're younger I swear it's a thing you don't feel hungover something changes in your body like once you hit 22 23 you know I don't know your body's just like it turns into a grandma and it's like yeah I'm I am a potato the next day i am so (laughs) worthless to society i cannot provide any your snapchats the next day or what get me through that's when i'm drunk i'm still drunk at that point yeah 
Yeah, but like the know. headache is all day. It Ugh. ruins your whole next day. And like, if I want to have a good productive day, I'm not gonna like go crazy no. before and like rip tequila shots. Like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> the idea of that gives me like chills. I have you chills know? all over my body. Yeah. Okay, this is like totally like 180, 360. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> what are your favorite workout tips, Natalie? <laughs> Shut up. Tell me how to eat healthy and work out. <laughs> because you yeah. honestly, I feel like have such a good balance, and I've always lived like such. Like, I feel like you prioritize a healthy lifestyle so much, like, eating healthy and working out. So, how do you think about it? Give me your thoughts. Yeah. So, I feel like there's been points in my life where I had an unhealthy relationship where I would be so guilty if I didn't work out, like, twice a day even. Or if I, like, ate a piece of bread, which is so ridiculous now because I finally, like, honestly, it probably was, like, last year around yeah probably around last year i feel like boyfriends help you with yeah that. i you just see how they can just consume food like a normal human right it and sounds I was like, weird to say but i just true. stopped thinking about it and i know that sounds so like stupid and probably like whatever but no it doesn't it's so i true. was so concerned about what i was eating and how many pieces of kale i was eating that day and if i didn't get enough greens in or like what time lunch was what time breakfast but like all this it was constantly on my head on my Girls mind can get like so worked up about yeah. it because you feel so like pressured right so now i like don't think about eating times i eat when i'm hungry which it took me a while to figure that out because everyone's like oh intuitive eating and i was like uh, what yeah, like what it didn't make mean? sense to me and then now I feel like I don't stress if I just ate like a half a bag of chips with Gretchen like I'm fine it's I'm not Whatever. I didn't just put on like 20 pounds right now like yeah. I'm an active person I'll be fine mm-hmm. I mean I'm not gonna go home and eat like another bag of chips <laughs> the <but> other like, half <laughs> like I might no I just think it's about just letting go of any stressors that you have I mean I guess that's more if you have an unhealthy relationship to start but and then in terms of working out, again, I probably had an unhealthy relationship with that at some point in my life, but now it's just something I enjoy doing and it makes me feel good and yeah. I'm not doing it to like look a certain way. I'm just doing it because it makes me feel good and like it's good to do for your body and yeah. it's just that and if I don't feel like working out for like two or three days or while I'm on vacation, I don't panic like I used to. So yeah. I feel like that is just, you just got to let go, let go. I agree. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, it's so sad to say, but what girl hasn't had, like, at least at some point an unhealthy yeah. feeling, relationship, whatever it may be, about working out or eating healthy or whatever it is. It's really sad because every girl feels so pressured by society right. these days. Am I right? But, um, yeah, I feel like we both kind of struggled with that in the past because, yes. like I said, who doesn't? But I feel like we both kind of just like let go of the reins and if you stop being so stressed about it it just comes so much easier you can function as a normal human and I swear boyfriends it sounds so weird but they like Andrew and Max served as like a model of how a human can just like eat normal like when they're hungry and whatever they want whenever they want and like if you're not hungry for like until like sometimes I won't eat till like three or four and like that's okay like it's not, yeah just do whatever works right for you. like and then some days I wake up and I'm like holy crap I'm so hungry like it's just I mean I think this took a turn where it wasn't supposed to but <laughs> like I feel like it just helps seeing how like you it doesn't need to be this big part of your life like food is for fuel it's not to be a stressor in your life yeah and working out is to be healthy and like I love doing it with, like, you, Maggie, and Emma, and friends, because it's just a fun thing to do and, like, share that experience with people, but it doesn't need to be, like, this, like, competitive and, like, 
oh, can I, can I do berries twice today and then twice tomorrow and then twice the next day? Yeah. Like it's, I can't. Like, yeah, I feel like we're enough. both in like a much healthier place, yeah. eating whatever we want, whenever we right. want. And I truly work out because it makes me feel good. Totally. And I forget who told me at some point, like you never, I always say this, you never feel worse after a workout. So but true. truly, whenever I'm feeling, especially if like mentally I'm like kind of sad or feeling down or thinking about my dad or like whatever it may yeah. be, working out always helps. Like it helps yeah. your mood so much, like the endorphins and everything. Mm-hmm. And just like if I'm feeling tired or whatever it may be, like working out is going to always make you feel better. So like yeah. you might as well. Right, and just find people to do workouts that you like together, and then it's so much easier yeah. to motivate. And then it's each literally other. a social thing. Like yeah. SoulCycle, I don't think of it was working out. I think of it no. going to like have a fun time. I'm like, oh, we have book club club uh, this afternoon. <laughs> no, <Let's> literally, go. <laughs> like literally. Okay, the last thing we are going to talk about: Why do we choose to stay in Boston after college, and how has the transition from college been to adulting? Wow. So I've had a period of time where I felt like super down and like lost about what I'm doing because obviously YouTube is just it's been a thing in my life like kind of recently but it hasn't so I haven't like gotten to a point where it like supports me supports me and I've just been trying to figure out what I want to do with my life and it's been really stressful and like obviously I have times where I'm like super down about it but the only person holding me back from doing anything about it is myself. So I have thought about, like, I'm going to acting school, which I'm really excited about in January. Yeah, I don't even know if anyone, like, knows. Yeah. Have you talked about it? A little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm going to acting school because that's, like, always been something that I've thought about, but I guess I've never had the courage to, like, admit it. And then I just love Boston, but, like, I'll always stay here. So I'm going to New York for a few months, but I'll be back. Mm-hmm. And the transition is just weird. I mean, I, I so just weird. know myself and I know I don't want to work like, quote unquote, a traditional like nine to five. Like I'm a very creative person. I was and, just like, going to say that. You're so creative. Right. And I just like, I, I know I, I have, I need like to find some outlet and it's just kind of like finding myself in that way. So I'm hoping acting school helps a little bit with that. But um, yeah, I guess it's just, it's been a little bit of a tougher transition for me, but I love Boston and I definitely want to stay here for as long as I can. Yeah. I feel like it was a no brainer for us to like stay in Boston. I yeah. mean, especially Natalie, cause she grew up so close to Boston right. that like you've always loved it and like, we just love it here so much. And I always thought that I would move to New York. I feel like Natalie did too. Yeah. And then after us both spending summers there, <laughs> a like, part of a summer, we were like, wait, no thanks. I was like, Boston, please like, come back. Yeah, like maybe at some point, but it's just a lot less like overwhelming and whatever. Yeah. And I so admire Natalie, well, for a lot of reasons, but for saying that she feels like lost or like she doesn't know what she wants to do because everybody feels like yeah. that at some point in life, especially post-grad, like especially, yeah. or even if it's like nearing the nearest senior year and everyone's freaking out like, right. oh my God, what job do we get? Or like all these friends have a job but I don't or whatever it is and everyone feels like they don't really have direction at some point in life or lost or they don't know what they should be doing or they haven't found it yet and so like I so admire her for like going to acting school and like trying something because it's so much better than sitting there being like I don't know what I want to do you know yeah like she's like doing it so um yeah the transition is definitely difficult because college is like not like high school it's so different but it's still, like, a lot of structure mm-hmm. and, like, your full-time thing, it's college. So then when you leave college, you're, like, I'm not around all my friends all the time. I'm not walking by right. campus being, like, Natalie, what are you doing? Yeah. I'm coming with you. Like, it's, you're not just, like, living your fun life. I mean, also, like, schoolwork and whatever. That's nice because that's over. Yeah. But it's just, like, a lot of freedom if you don't have a job, like, immediately after you start school. I feel like even if you get a job out, like, right after school, you still 
have like the summer or like a month right. or a couple weeks i hope after graduation like i hope you don't just jump right jump into like right a in, nine I to know. five need to have a little break but um it's definitely tough but i just feel like it teaches you a lot about yourself and you grow right. up a lot and well i feel like you gretchen have become so like good at working for yourself and like it's probably so much different because you're so used to like just fitting in videos like in between classes or like yeah. trips or whatever and then now it's now, like my main hustle right which is like so amazing i literally think gretchen's like the coolest person i know she's Yay. literally like such a hustler and like huh. i literally admire that so much but i feel like it just you probably found like a lot of independence especially all with max leaving and yeah. stuff so I think gotten very independent cool. a big time of transition but it's been good and I know deep down like all like the challenges you face in life and like feeling uncomfortable and everything is such a good thing because it's gonna yeah. make you grow like Natalie will probably be uncomfortable right as she goes to acting school like it's gonna be <laughs> so, so scared different it's gonna be such a change but it's gonna push you so yeah. much and to grow and to like be challenged and that's like a good thing in life like you never yeah. want to be really comfortable and just chilling because that's boring and you're no. gonna feel uninspired and you always yeah. want to seek discomfort to some level I love that. I learned that from Michael Bostick in Skinning Confidential, so don't really? quote me. Yeah, he's Wait, always like, that. Each every day you should seek some discomfort. And I, I know this sounds really stupid, but... Mine was SLT today, No, literally, you. when even if it's working out, or, like, I remember when I, like, tried to start running again, I, like, wanted to walk so bad on my run, but that kept replaying in my head. I was like, seek discomfort, seek discomfort. Like, I can do this. Like, I'm uncomfortable, but this is good. So, like, oh, anytime you're it. uncomfortable, it's a good thing. Like, you're yeah. growing. Aww. In one way or another. I, I know love that. That was so soft of me. I love that, guys. She does have emotions. <laughs> I do have emotions. It's this has been so-, so fun. We've been recording for an hour and ten minutes. Oh, my god, Isn't that insane? It goes by so, <laughs> so fast. quick. You guys, this has been so fun. I can't wait to do another podcast with Natalie. I wish, okay, I still haven't made a Facebook group, and I always say that I'm going to make one. Oh, like, I should. wish I could have feedback from this. You guys could tell us, like, more about what oh, you want to yeah. hear or whatever. Can comment on it? No, I don't think there is that for podcasts. Oh. Maybe I just need to make a Facebook group, like, right now, because I need to hear you guys' feedback yeah. from all my podcasts, because I just kind of put it out there and, like, hope you guys like it, but I don't really, like, get the feedback. Well, DM me or Gretchen, and yeah. I want to hear what And you I always say, say you can always comment on my, like, podcast Instagram posts, because yes. I always read those. I'll always see that, so you can always do that, too. But with that, you guys, I hope our big sis talk was, like, helpful. That was so fun. And I know, it's just so fun to chat. Don't you forget, like, it's here. Yes, it, I was so nervous at first. I hope it did okay. It was my first Guys, one. she did so good. But that was really fun. And I hope you enjoyed. And thanks for joining us on this episode of Happy Hour. Thanks for having me, Gretchen. Of course. Okay, I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> one, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. <laughs> AutoTrader.